Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United podcast. My name is TJ. All three of us are here tonight once again. I'm here with Dan and Colin. What's up, boys? Boys. Um, uh, Best best 6-1 team in the league right now. Not worst, best. Who else is 6-1? I don't know. Are, is, are there any? I don't know. The Eagles, I know, are 6-0, and oh, but I don't know if it's any other the team. Bills? Six and one. Bills are 6-1? and one? Uh, I don't know. They lost, right? They lost one game, right? They did to the Dolphins. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think it's, it's coming to the point where it doesn't even matter who's playing anymore. We somehow managed to win, and I don't really get it. I think that's been the running theme of this year is not really understanding what's happening, but being thrilled about it. Yeah. I don't think anyone really understands like across the board giants fans are, or not. It's a, it's pretty perplexing. I like how regardless of the wins happening, it still seems like there's just the massive divide in the fan base. Anyway, I think it's going to take like a couple of years for it to shake. I mean, it seems like it's more like just uh, Daniel Jones is the, is the, the pariah. It would seem. Well, let, let's let's start with that then. Well, um, let me do my intro because uh, we got a little sure. sponsor this week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, guys, please remember to follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at BBU Podboys of the Z. Download DraftKings. Use promo code TPPN when you sign up. Make us some money. Thanks. Appreciate you. Um, and our sponsor this week is Omega Juicers. Uh, we got my wife and I got nice Omega Juicer. I've been drinking a lot of juice. Feeling. Ripe and healthy, guys. Couldn't tell you. Waking up every day, starting your day with some delicious, you know, morning juices. Drinking some night juices before bed. I'm all into it. Um, Does it make you feel feels good? It makes me feels good. Exactly that. Um, I mean, it's great. It's great um, for our apartment because it's it's nice and compact. Fits well, you know, in Brooklyn apartment. It uses something called slow speed cold press juicing which helps reduce heat and air exposure to preserve vitamins, minerals, enzymes, and oxidants. It's super quiet, easy to clean. Um, and when you're done juicing, the pulp comes out totally dry. So, you know, you know, you're getting your bang for your buck, not wasting anything there. So um, do yourself a favor, pick one up at omegajuicers.com. It's omegajuicers.com. Yeah. Omega juicers. I like that. Nice. That sounds like uh, that work. <laughs> we like call like the girls who, uh, you know, get dudes to buy them shots, juicers. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mega juicers. Yeah. Um, but Colin, let's uh let's hop in. You want to talk about your boy Daniel yeah. Jones? I, I mean it, it's 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 the same thing again. Like, yeah, maybe he had had some more yards than he normally does, and he, he ran like a crazy person. I mean, I just the fact that uh I don't know, his yardage is in the same conversation as running backs is absurd uh for him. Yeah, he's playing great, but it's still not like I don't know. There's entirely too many people out there who think like, all right, get the, open the checkbook, give him as much as he wants. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. However, what I noticed about this game as opposed to, or maybe it's been building up until this point, but it really kind of shone through to me is he, even if it's not spectacular, he's playing with a confidence that I don't think I've ever seen before. And you see that with even his, his body language and what's happening. I mean, he, He's he can't not get pissed off at everybody not being able to catch the ball. I mean, if 
Eli was out there, he'd be pissed off that no one's catching the ball. And you know, you can't blame him. Um, but it's nice to see that he's got a little little bit of fire in him. And um, it seems that he's able to do the things that you should expect an NFL quarterback to do consi- more consistently now than he has in the past. So spectacular or not, uh, I mean, it's it's good. He's building. So I'm not going to say, like, you know, he's our guy for the next 10 years. But, you know, this is he's making progress. So I'm happy with that. I, I agree. I think, you know, Dan made a great point last week and just that, you know, if you in the context of, of the games you watch Jones play in, he plays well. Um, he's fun to watch. Um, he is improving. He's a tough, tough kid, man. You can't take that away from him ever. But when you compare him around the league, it's just not in the upper echelon of people you want to pay, you know, long term deals, 40, 50 million dollars a year. That being said, you know, I don't want to take anything away from Jones. I thought he was, you know, played his best game of the season this year, this week. Um, the first drive the Giants had was just awesome. What, when, after watching that drive, I was like, if Jones can can do this consistently, drives like that, then, you know, I want him on this team getting paid as much as it takes. Um, you know what? Six for seven, 65 yards, you know, capped it off with that beautiful touchdown pass to Slayton. He did a great scramble when he stepped up in the pocket, which I think is something that we lamented for a while that he wasn't really stepping up in the pocket and seeing the whole field. Um I mean, 19 for 30, 200 yards, touchdown, 11 carries for 107 yards, TD on the ground. I mean, that being said, the vast majority of Jones's passes were like seven yards or less. He only had 103 yards through the air. Receivers had 99 yards after the catch. So, I mean, like, while Jones is improving too, you have to, you know, the Giants offense is like doing just enough to win these games. I don't, I, I just want to see them, you know, come out and be more convincing and not scrape by because, you know, the offense is doing, everything it has to do to win games by three points or four points. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and I, I, I do, I will give Jones the excuse that the receivers are bad. They, you know, that Marcus Johnson drop in the end zone was horrendous. Slayton had a few drops too. I think, you know, everybody had drops and I agree with you, Colin. I loved seeing him pissed off because he should be pissed off because he was having the best game of his career and his supporting cast wasn't doing anything to help him out. Um, but, I, but before, Dan, you go, I want to I ask you guys a trivia question. So first time Giants had 200-yard rushers in the same game since 2010. Who were those two rushers? Uh, You're muted, Dan. Well, so, I mean. Brandon Jacobs and Danny Ware. Brandon Jacobs is one. And... Um, uh, um, it's Ward. easy. Come on. Ward? No, not Ward. The other guy. Mod Bradshaw. There you go. Oh, see, uh, I thought that was too obvious. I wasn't going to I, did, go I know. It was very obvious. But li- li- I looked up the numbers. I was like, they played the Vikings. Jacobs had 116 yards and 14 carries and touchdown. Bradshaw has 103 yards and 11 carries and touchdown. So they were just gashing that day. Well, I love that, like, they were just over 100, too. Like, that's just so Giants. It couldn't have been 150 and, like, 120. It's like, no, just, you know, just, yeah. just over there. Yeah. Um, Dan, do you want to do your thought? Give us your thoughts on Daniel Jones, the fellow yeah, man. Yeah, the the thing that strike me about the whole Daniel Jones thing, and it's going to be like an ongoing discussion forever. And and there's valid points on either side, I guess. Um, and we've said we're all on the same page, like the three of us, I think. Um, and what we want and what we think the coaches want is, um, that elite talent at quarterback, and to keep always strive for that because I think it's it's shown out that 
that's the truest marker of continued and consistent success in the NFL right now. Um, but what this reminds me a lot of is sort of um, <clears throat> an Alex Smith type scenario. Um, like we, you saw in Kansas city, um, a guy that could get you in the playoffs and be competitive at each level, but having someone like Patrick Mahomes behind him with that super high ceiling um, and voice and, and super <laughs> high voice, right. Is, is what you want. Like, Sure, you, you could have a good competitive team um, that could be in the mix and might win a lot of games, but I don't think you're going to have like a truly dangerous team, like a team people are like scared to play until you have someone with um, skills that Daniel Jones just do- doesn't have. And, and it, it, again, I don't know who we're talking to, who listens to this pod. We're not taking away from him saying he's playing poorly. Um, I think we're we're realizing like he's playing really well. And, and I think to the best of his abilities, I think, I think we're seeing him maxed out right now. And maybe that's not fair because he's only been in the system for seven games. Um, and maybe there's some more to go, but I, I don't know. I, I think, I think they're getting, getting everything they can at him, which is awesome. And if he can play that consistently, we'll, we'll have fun watching this team and they'll be competitive. And, but um, we won't have that dominant, uh, you know, fear, factor um with him at quarterback i don't think it's it's interesting that if he continues on this trajectory too it, it, the fan base is just going to be even if they've not even been insufferable up until this point it's going to get <laughs> even worse and i i almost i don't want it i don't want it i mean i want to win and i want him to do well i just i don't know you don't I, believe I feel in like him moving forward really uh, I think it's franchise tag kind of situation. If they, if, if they automatically re-sign him at the end of the season, I think that's foolish. Um, I, I mean, I can't say that now because who knows what the next however many games are going to go. And maybe we end up in the playoffs and he ends up blowing up and like catching fire. Like that's great. But I don't know. Um, that's how Eli broke out, really. He was breaking well, out in the playoffs. How funny would it be if he ends up just the same kind of development? And, like, just so we've been making fun of him for, for sounding like Eli and, like, presenting himself the same way. I don't think he's nearly as funny. And that's a detriment <laughs> to him. I mean, we're seeing now that Eli has had a personality more than anyone realizes. He didn't want yeah, to did, show it. Did to you the see media. Daniel Jones' locker room speech? Um, I actually Where they're like, give a speech, give a speech. And oh, he's it was like, like two seconds. Right? On, on to Seattle. Yeah. Giants on three. I was like, man, you are just the leader of men for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Very charismatic individual. Super fun. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe that there's some sort of a, um, a comfort in that for, for a lot of the players in the locker room. That they don't, they feel like he's one of them and not so much the guy on the pedestal. That might help. Sure. I mean, I think the franchise tag, you brought that up. I think before the season, we said that if Jones did play well, which we were hoping would happen, and I think is is happening now. I mean, com- maybe not comparatively to the upper echelon quarterbacks, but comparatively to how he used to play, he's playing a lot better. I think we said it's a $12 million, you know, flyer you take because the franchise tag was uh, $12 million more million than his fifth-year option. So, I mean, I think you're running into the problem now where people are going to be like, well, you have to franchise Saquon because he's playing so well. You can't franchise Dana Jones. You have to, and and I and I want I want to get into Saquon because I don't think he had a good game at all. 
I really don't. I, I, I mean, he had a hundred yards. That's, that's cool. Um, but in through three quarters, it was 14 carries for 38 yards. He was dancing behind the line all game. I don't know if you saw, and particularly the most egregious one, I think was what in it was like 32, third, or there's third and two in the third quarter when they're near the end zone. And he just danced behind the line and fell over. If he just ran convincingly forward into the pile, they probably would have scored. And then they ended up turning it over on downs that time. Um, there was like three or four other times I just saw him, you know, instead of hitting the hole, just dancing around back there. It worked for him one time in the fourth quarter. That's when he got, you know, that big chunk of yards and he did make some cool moves. I just wish, you know, it just reminded me of the Saquon of old and not the guy who has been hitting the hole. Like he has great moves, but you need to use those moves on the second level. You don't do them behind the line of scrimmage. Especially when you yeah. have a decently decent, competent blocking. I realized, you know, two of the starting offensive linemen went I out think with that injuries. Was a big part of it. Yeah, but I mean, then, then you know, I think the play calling should be adjusted, and he should not be trying to do everything himself. Hit a home run every play. It was just, you know, one of those games where you look at him play and you're like, "Run forward, dude! Please well, run forward." Uh, did the uh, the broadcasting say? Because I didn't really look at uh, Jaguars numbers, but their run defense was pretty decent. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had one of the I think top ten run defense. So maybe that was in his head. I feel like it's possible that every once in a while his his knee kind of like pops up and says, "Hey, remember what happened to this thing?" And he and he starts like taking business decisions on certain plays. I, I it didn't seem like that was the case for a while there, but when you see the dancing like that, it just kind of makes me think he, he's he's looking to shy away from getting absolutely slammed every single play, which, I mean, I get as a running back, you want to avoid that, but I don't know. I mean, well, the blocking know, could just could have not been there too. It wasn't, so, it wasn't as good as it has been, but it was, yeah. I don't still don't think it was bad. I mean, maybe the run blocking was a little worse than the pass blocking this game, but I mean, well, especially, you know, yeah, go yeah ahead. no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Okay. I was just going to say, you know, when, when you don't want to get hit, that's great. You know, if you're going to run out of bounds in the fourth quarter, when you're trying to run out the clock, so you don't get hit, then, then that's a problem, which was, I don't understand why people were saying that he was in bounds when he got tackled. Cause he clearly was out of bounds. Like yeah. so obviously out of bounds. So it's just, you know, one of those giants Twitter things where I just kind of scratch my head and I'm like, just cause he's on your team doesn't mean he doesn't make mistakes. And yeah. just cause you love him so much doesn't mean he's like not going to screw up from time to time. That was a huge screw up and they'd almost lost in the game. The giant, no. you know, after the game, Dayball said it, you know, they made it harder on themselves than it had to be. And that was partially the reason why it was harder on themselves than they had to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the thing that we keep coming back to about like people always siding with the giants players, are always that faction of, of fans always siding with the player and saying like, he's on our team. I'm going to root for him. Like that, that line. Um, yeah, like on a certain level, we're always going to root for the guys on our team. But I suggest you invite an extra layer of criticality to the way you review the team. I think it offers a, a more in-depth uh, relationship with your fandom to be able to sort of criticize. Like, obviously, you can't do it better. You're not a running back. You're not a coach. But the whole fun of it is, like, thinking about it as hard as you can and and wondering what they could do better. Like, we're not saying – uh, we're experts here, but have fun with it. Like, stop, stop just being like, no, we got to support the team. It doesn't matter what you do as yeah. a fan. Like, I you mean, can do whatever like, you want. If Tom but, Brady was the quarterback of the Giants, do you think everyone would love him that was a New York fan? Because I would never root for the guy. I hate him. 
I wouldn't care if he was a quarterback of the Giants. I'd be mad at every game. I I would. I would. That that is a nightmare. I'm glad that we will never have to live through. Agreed. Yeah, Yeah. but it's just that that whole thing. It's like uh, when things go well, like when it went well with previous regimes, it's like in Jerry Reese we trust, In, in Eli we trust. Like we don't don't trust them. Like they're liable to screw it up like super bad next year, and then you look like a jerk. Like we don't trust. Daniel Jones, like we don't trust Saquon. Um, like you got to, you got to earn it, and you can't, you can't earn it like, like that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Dan, you remember what Big Blue United was called before it was called Big Blue United? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Reese, we trust. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and I I think that that was retroactively, uh, you know, conditioned afterwards on, on what that was about. So. Um, yeah. You know, take take that as a lesson. You got to learn from your mistakes. No blind allegiances just because uh, at the end of the day we won. That's that's just uh, retrograde and and reductive. I think. Uh, do, in in Shane, do we trust? I mean, relatively, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like infinitely compared to his predecessor, as, as well, I would say, his despicable predecessor. We, mm-hmm. I trust with like the life of my children compared to <laughs> predecessor. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of which, um, I don't know why I didn't read the article, but I just saw it randomly. Um, when asked about the uh, Gettleman tenure, David Tyree just had one word, disgusting. Yeah. That's right. He knows. That might be the whole article. I, I, I'm Dave disgusting. Yeah. Dave disgusting. <laughs> um. More on offense, guys. I mean, I, I, I think we should mention um, Giants 6-1 and one for the first time since 2008, which is awesome. That was the year uh, Plaxico shot himself yeah. and ruined everything for everyone. That team was confused. dominating, though. That team oh. was the best team in the league. And I, I, all I want to know is, what club can you go to wearing sweatpants? I'm just what? thinking about this right now. I, I, I don't know. It, Oh, actually, was what was it called? Like, oh, oh, it was the, the Spanish the, Harlem or something? No, or... it was the, the Latin Quarter or something. Latin Quarter, like yeah, yeah. Quarter. Um, yeah. Steve... I bet I couldn't wear sweatpants to the Latin Quarter, but Plaxico can. Steve not the wide I... receiver for the Super Bowl Giants. Steve and I actually had this conversation Neither... uh, this past weekend about the night that he decided to go in the sweatpants, and like, how was he holding the pistol? Was it like you know how pockets and sweatpants are? Were they like deep pockets or were they like those? I think it was in the waistband pockets? and it fell through the waistband and he went to grab it and that's what happened. Well, grab it by the trigger. But, <laughs> grab it right yeah. by the trigger, just how you're supposed to. But when, like when he's dressing for the night, all right, I bring in my pistol, definitely sweatpants. Definitely. Yeah. Like why? I don't know, dude. Um, should, we, should we talk a little about? I, I do want to bring up Wanda. Maybe it was like Robinson. an impromptu purchase. Maybe before, like they got to the club, they stopped somewhere. You can't buy, where a... are you going to buy a gun in New York? <laughs> Impromptu. Uh, football players would know. Know a guy. You know, you a got guy. a gun guy. Yeah, he had a great offer. He picked up that 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 firearm and, that... and he was like, "Well, we got to get to the club now. We can't be late." That cereal pop this in my pants. Leave it in the car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Have a have Ridiculous. one of your friends hold it. I don't know. Ridiculous. Um, do you want to talk Wandale a little sure. bit? Yeah, because yeah. uh, in my mind. Big waiver wire pickup this week. I mean, if you're the in only soft leagues, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, he's already off the board in our league. So uh, well, somewhere out there and not a 12 team league, he's yeah. getting picked up a lot. 
But yeah. I mean, he looked like the only guy who can really consistently catch the ball. Um, that juggling grab on the first um, drive, I think, you know, kind of proved that. Um, averaging 6.5 yards after the catch, 39 of his 50 yards came after the catch. So I think we finally did get to see, you know, what he can do in space. Um, yeah. And I and I really liked it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, this guy is is your number one wide receiver moving forward. I mean, that's not a great thing, but with Bellinger, with the injury to the eye and the septum, however, how he broke his eye socket and septum on that play, I don't know, because it just looked like he got poked in the eye really badly. But I mean, that injury was super scary. I, I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah. Blood these guys coming are out your strong eye with and, big hands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's freaky coming around yeah. the helmet from the uh, back right here. Yeah. That's wild. Well, you know for damn sure that he's going to be wearing a visor for the rest of his career. You know it. You know it. Never let that happen. You know when the football scheduling guys decide to give you a Sunday night primetime game and you wait all day long just to see how that's going to shake out because your entire week depends on it? Your very sanity depends on the outcome of this game. And you get to the fourth quarter and your kicker's lining up for the onside kick, the last chance to gain possession and maybe win that game. The stakes are so high and the tension is higher. Your pulse is racing. He kicks as you watch the ball land. What happens? How do you feel? Does time freeze? This moment is why we watch sports. And you can make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's right. An official sports betting part of the NFL, DraftKings has unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, Everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up game, same-game parlay. This week, the Giants are taking on the Seahawks, and they're getting points. I like that a lot. I also want to see the Bills take on the Packers and get Aaron Rodgers out of my life. Other than that, DeAndre Swift is back, and uh, he needs to save my fantasy season. So to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up, same-game parlays once per game, all season long. Now, what you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for detail. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I don't know what the Giants are supposed to do at wide receiver. I mean, Marcus Johnson coming up from the practice squad, he was just awful. Um, Bellinger's going to be out for a couple weeks, maybe the whole season. I, they need to do something because if they're going to keep surging and winning games, Jones needs help, you know, throwing the ball, unless they're just going to, you know, move to, you know, running the ball 40 times a game and throwing it 10 times a game instead of, you know, whatever they're doing now. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, Slayton, uh, you know, had a better game. Yeah. yeah I mean, um... but he's still not reliable, man. The drops are, they're too, they're too often and they're always in big moments too. Yeah. Get him some, you know, high grade gloves. Maybe maybe give him a new 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 pair of gloves for every offensive possession. Yeah, get him Stick the ones them. Evan Ingram was wearing when he was playing this game. <laughs> oh, that new really, gloves he got that really pissed me off. And especially he's waving to the crowd. You know what? You lost. <laughs> you live in Jacksonville. Yeah, you live yeah. in an <laughs> armpit country. He did. Dope. He did make Julian Love look real silly on one play. But other than that, you know, yeah, that waving goodbye with oh. like. The Giants have, the Giants have a plus twenty six point differential in the fourth quarter, and you're waving goodbye at the beginning of it. 
Yeah, that it was makes like, sense. It was like it was only like what there was fourteen minutes to go in the in the fourth <laughs> quarter. It's like if you not you, you clearly didn't watch any film in this team because they're terrible in the first half and really good <laughs> in the second half. So, oh, Dumb. he he I oh. I I'm, um, I'm, uh, he yeah I mean. Me. What else do you guys want to hit on on offense? You maybe, I mean, I don't know, really know if to talk about the offensive line, but maybe just mentioned uh, Neil looks like MCL sprain. Brendison, I don't know what the injury is, but they're both going to miss multiple weeks. Azudu and Tyler Phillips came in. Um, yeah. They played okay. Yeah. I mean, that it's it's just the same theme the, from the rest of the games this year. Andrew Thomas is an all pro and everybody else is serviceable at, at best. Um yeah, but I think uh, I think you know we're gonna we're gonna look to see Nick Gates back this week. I would th- I would think if he's That'd ready. Cool. I mean, he was he. I felt like he was uh, intentionally trying to get into the camera shot as much as possible because I saw him all game uh, <laughs> behind Dable. Him looking like a like an eighties uh, metalhead with his hair out and looking like he was ready to get out there with no pads on. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped to see what he can do. I mean, you saw that what was it last week? He was. Um, he was taking some snaps at center, um, given uh, Feliciano a, a breather here and there. So it's good to see that uh, that he's at, at least getting some some burn. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing this offensive line has truly been missing is is belly boys. So we need the return of a belly boy, at least. Yeah. And then maybe Shane Lemieux at some point. Um, but, What's uh, up with him anyway? Does, do we have any info on Shane Lemieux at all? I don't think his belly's up to snuff right now. I think he's, I think he's uh, just getting, he's putting, yeah. he's putting weight back on now. Yeah, Let's yeah, see. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, hopefully he'll be ready before the season ends too because that'll be nice to have uh, some guys with a little more athleticism come into those positions and uh, not have, you know, Brendison yeah. and Feliciano as, as much as, you know, we appreciate them playing as well as they are. We definitely need upgrades. They'd be nice as backups, line. yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. agreed. 100%. I would. I will say, Azuda looked pretty good in the in the run game. He was He's great at pulling, flying around like he he punishes dudes. Yeah, um, is he also good at at going off his block and going around the uh, the tackle and blocking someone on the outside? That's what Colin just said. He's good at pulling, and also going around the outside. Ah, uh, yes, whatever. Yes, yes, Screw yes, you guys. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. I t- Sometimes that's so dry that like I don't even know that's where we're going. But yes, I'm in. A, I have a. Dry, I'm in a dry manner of speaking today. I think it's because I got. I got. I drank a bunch of beers last night till two in the morning, and I hadn't done that in, I don't know, eight months. So I'm feeling a little like, uh, you know, a little downtrodden today because of it. <laughs> I haven't done that in like eight years. It's so yeah, sad. well, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm in. I'm in the alcohol industry. You're in so the biz. You're it's in just the how biz. life is sometimes. You know, jealous. But I've cut. I've cut down. I'm a good boy now. Yeah, it's you have to. Moderation's you have to when you get good. old. Yeah, I'm, you know, Colin's officially in his late 30s. By the way, happy birthday, yeah, Colin. Super. Thank old. you. It's uh, 37 is a very nondescript year. Pretty lame. It's a good year to not drink beers till two in the morning. Probably on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, you're off day. on Mondays though. So yeah, this is my only day off for a yeah. while actually because. Well, anyway, I'll tell you after. But uh, defense, guys, should we hop into defense? Yeah. Hop into the defense. Is that it? another sexual joke we're not getting? No, I'm just, just uh, rambling. Um, um, defense? Dan, talk to me. Talk to me, Dan. I think it was it was more of a down game for the defense this week. Um, 
you know, the the Jags have some some skill. I think Travis Etienne is emerging as a good running back, and we haven't had a strong run defense, you know, so far all season. I think we talked about it previously, but you know, that might be sort of like a pick your poison type thing. We'll we'll let mm-hmm. you beat us on the ground and we'll eliminate the, the deep, you know, uh explosive plays. Um but you know, so he had a good game. Trevor Lawrence, you know, I think he threw for over three hundred yards. Um, Barely. he was all right, but uh, you know, got at him, disturbed him. Um, you know, kept them below below twenty points. Right? What was the final score? I don't remember. Um, uh, I got it right here. Uh, yeah, I, this is you Jesus. know, I'd, I'd forgot. Um, yeah, <laughs> seventeen points. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, uh, they they were, there's definitely some you know deficiencies in in our defense. I think our our linebackers are exposed a little bit. Um, like we said in the running game, uh, giving up the edge, giving up some chunk chunk plays. Um, the, the down four are looking better and better. Um, a shame, a shame that sexy Dexy got that sack taken away. Um, we're gonna we need to talk about the officiating after we. Oh talk about yes, the defense, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I like what I saw w- with them in particular. I think Kayvon um, is having more and more of an impact every, every, every game. I feel like he's getting held all the time. You can see it on all the, all the playbacks. Every play. I mean, obviously there's a degree of holding on every play, no matter what, but like they're having a harder and harder time keeping him under wraps and keeping him from at least affecting the quarterback, um, which is awesome which is awesome because I think early on when the first few starts, we were sort of wondering, Oh no, he's fat and unathletic. What yeah. happened? Um, you know, he's playing himself into shape guys. Um, okay. And I, he's, I, he's, he's under Collins workout tutelage. I, I guess it's going well. I'm yeah, glad you clearly. brought this up because I do have a question for you guys about, well, it's more of an observation. I'm wondering if I'm right or not. Um, at the end of the game, the giants kept taking timeouts when the Jaguars were on offense mm. and they kept, Showing Kayvon just like on a knee, chugging water, like breathing super <laughs> heavily. And I was like, were they were they burning those timeouts because like he was gassed and they I wanted to not. give him a breather? Because I'll be honest, man, I don't know if he's hit the garage gym at Dan's house yet, but we really need to get him yeah. a six pack and ready to go, ready for the long haul. Although he did uh he did run down uh oh he did that have that unreal. nice rundown. That was great. That was great. He didn't even look like he was moving fast when he did that, too. Yeah. I think, you know, cool. I think he needs to, to get on the treadmill, maybe. So we should take away the six-pack, and he should earn another six-pack, is what you're saying. He's in the he's in the nether zone. He either needs to get full-on belly boy or get shredded. Yeah. You know, he needs to put on a bunch. He's in the middle right now. You got to decide. Yeah. And if Dexter Lawrence is out there, 6'5", 350 pounds, not not huffing and puffing, you know. What's your excuse? Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder what it is. Um, but yeah, Dan, I mean, but, uh, he's just. I bet. I bet all like those red flags from the draft is that he's like he smokes a pack a day. He's like <laughs> he's, a, he's an old school guy. <laughs> oh, just, you know how awesome that would be. Actually, he looks. Like, I bet yeah. he smells like cigarettes. I bet where, that outfit he had on in the earlier season. He looked, sits at McDonald's and drinks coffee all day and smokes yeah. cigs. Eats Big Macs like a like an eighty year old Polish woman in Greenpoint. Yeah. Not like that a, you can smoke inside anymore, but you know what I'm saying. He's at like drives. a Greek diner on the Turnpike with those those little coffee cups with uh-huh. the the, the uh, blue ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
but I, I do agree with you, Dan. Um, you know, the Giants currently are, are dead last in, in rush yards allowed, um, but it doesn't seem to matter. Um, yeah. They give up, you know, chunk plays, big yards, but it seems like in all the big moments, they just really step up and, you know, the yeah. third game in a row, they made they made a big play on defense, you know, to ice the game. I mean, maybe in a different circumstance than we saw against the Ravens and the Packers with the deflected passes and the interception. But still, a huge play by the defense that, you know, huge stop towards the end zone right as time was going to expire. And I think the most important things that you have to remember is that really they're getting so much out of this group and the numbers aren't great and the Giants don't always look good, but they're sixth best in scoring defense fifth best in third down stops. So when it's important, they're there and they're making the stops and they're doing what they have to do to win. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. It's a fu- fun unit, man. And and I love that the pass rush is starting said. to pick up. Yeah. Oh baby. And fun it, unit. It, yeah. He, he, he's literally turned into the Island of Dr. Moreau ripping it oh, yeah, up man. over there. He was playing well. No chance. Aaron Robinson is getting that starting job. back. No, here. no, no, it's not happening. I just no. love that. We picked this guy up randomly and he's just like, all right, throwing you in there, and then you're just performing off the bat. It's crazy. There's, I mean, there's also Nick McLeod had a, had a good game in limited action. I think Quincy Roche only had like three or four snaps, but, you know, he made an impact in an extremely limited amount of time he was in there. Landon Collins, who just came off the street, had a yeah. decent game. You know, he, yeah. he, he can definitely still tackle. We'll give him that. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know. But Dory Jackson really made some big plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was thinking more just plays. like some of the lower, the, uh, the no-name guys and like just being able to come in from the practice squad or off the street or whatever it is, uh, free agency trade. Here's um, my question. Why yeah. are all these multi-million dollar football players hanging out on the streets when they're not, you know, signed to a team? Do they think uh, they're in their palatial estates or are they just, Oh, they're literally on the streets. They're yeah. just hanging out yeah. there. Like, Cause they're always signed off the streets. It's kind of like that NBA 2k uh, universe, you know, it's yeah. sort of like that. They're either on the streets or on the couch. I guess we should stipulate that. They're in the metaverse street. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. F that guy. Um, yeah. Hey, you know who I just thought of? Who? Mark Herzlick. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, he, if the he, guy had, he had cancer, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Be, yeah BC. He if he wasn't BC? signed, he he would be in the gym. He wouldn't be on the streets or on the couch. He'd be he'd be working back. He's, he's in the gym right now. He's not in the NFL anymore, and he's in the gym. Yeah. I guarantee it. Uh, he belongs nice. on the Detroit Lions staff, I think. Yeah, him and Dan Campbell. <laughs> it does look like uh, look yeah. like it. He looks like he could bite a couple of uh, kneecaps. Yeah, for sure. Right off. Yeah. Um, let's touch on the officiating before we uh, talk a little Seahawks. And um, we did mention Kayvon getting held. What seemed like ninety percent of the dropbacks. I mean, how was the Dexter Lawrence roughing the passer, but then Jones was hit in a slide by Cisco, and there was no penalty there. I just don't like sometimes when, when the officiating is bad, like at least they do it to both teams, but this just seemed like a lopsided effort against the giants. A lot of the time. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't like it at all. I think, I think everyone who watched this game would agree. Well, that last minute of the game was atrocious. So many penalties. Yeah. They're just throwing flags. I mean, I, it, it's just bad officiating, you know, no one to flag when you're supposed to throw the flag. And if it's like, I don't know, let the guys play to some degree. Right. Yeah. I think the most powerful man in the NFL, Jerry Jones, might be behind it. I'm sure he goes down to Mar-a-Lago all the time, takes a quick stop at Jacksonville, greases the, the palms of those guys, and says, hey, when the Giants come to town, let's really hose them. Um, 
I think that that's that's probably what happened. Do you do you think that um that Jerry uh already knew DeSantis, or do you think he got his number from Tom Brady? No, Jerry Jerry's the one who's uh, getting the migrants from Texas to go on yeah. the plane for DeSantis. He's in cahoots. And Tom's doing what in all of this? Tom's texting DeSantis that he's a big fan of his. Tom's, Tom's waiting at, at the at the line for the, the airplane and just sack whacking them as they get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is true. I did yeah. uh, I did send uh, something today to the group text, uh, our group text that uh, Tom Brady and DeSantis are texting back and forth. Probably uh, child pornography would be my guess. <laughs> I can't say for sure, but probably. I'm gonna. I'm got. You heard it here first, guys. Since fa- <laughs> since real facts and and information don't actually matter, Tom Brady and Ron DeSantis are running a child pornography ring, and it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. I have no sources to back it up, but you do your own research, all right? Yeah. That's not why we're here. I heard they also have a, a hacker farm in in Russia where they they're working on a stealing vote technology for uh you know all, all the election all the election voting kiosks coming up in, in, in a week they're all hacked when you try to vote for joe biden it's just child pornography comes up <laughs> i was thinking like I, I know how this came about and i was just thinking about it the other day the let's go brandon thing is is quite literally the stupidest thing i've ever <laughs> heard so in my life. the origin of it is this is, is so irrelevant and so stupid oh it makes me so angry it is, like at least come up with something funny. Like like you can come up with so many so many funny things if you're just gonna say f you to someone. Uh, Let's go, Brandon. Oh, and now a, now now dark Brandon is is a. Is oh, a, I don't I hate, even know about I that. I hate politics so much. <laughs> it's the just, worst. It's the worst. There's legalized weed already everywhere. everywhere. Just relax. Yeah. Um, Seahawks guys mandated. Yeah. <laughs> mandated yeah. marijuana smoking. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite um let's do let's do some seahawks guys uh what are your guys feelings going into this game because i mean gino revenge game Giants to prove they can win any game against any team in my mind so um i don't think gino smith is the answer to taking down the giants also if i look at you know i I mean i was gonna i was gonna i didn't want to say the seahawks are a pretty surprising team though if the giants are like the most surprising team seahawks are maybe number two or three if you want to throw the jets into the convo Four sure, and those three. Are the top three. Yeah, four and three, leading the NFC West. Who would have thought that before the no. season started, you know? But um, I think this is going to be an easy one for the Giants, honestly. Um, Giants are going to this game with the number one rushing an attack. Easy Seahawks. One. Yep. Yeah, Giants are going in with the number one rushing attack against the 29th-ranked rushing defense the Seahawks have. Um, I think the Giants are going to run, and they're going to run all over them, and I think it's going to be fun to watch, and it's going to be an old-school-type football game because I think the Giants on the other side of the ball – um, you know, Kenneth Walker last week had 168 yards, two touchdowns, 23 carries, 28.8 fantasy points. I knew that because uh, I won. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like, I think it's going to be a, a run the ball defensive sort of game. And I think that plays right into what the Giants do best. And I think, uh, I think they're going to win with ease. Uh, you know what? I take it back. They're going to win by three points in the fourth quarter. After yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Can't get that wrong. Yeah. Are we going to win with the defense on the field or with the offense on the field? I think you always win with the defense on the field now. Okay. I don't Close know. Out. This 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 just smells like a loss to me. Mm. That's how I, I like felt it. about the, the the Jags game. I was like, I think this is the one, but I was wrong. So now I'm just going to have supreme confidence. Well, it's it's what's what necessary. necessary. Also, yeah. yeah thanks. Um, 
Never, never won in Jacksonville. First time ever. That was a weird stat. Really? Yeah. Interesting. First time Giants won in Jacksonville. No idea why that is. David Garrard had a number, man. Oh yeah, right. No, or uh, uh, Byron, Fat Byron Leftwich. Yeah, Fat By, Fat By is what it's called. Um, you know, guys, what 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 do you think? You think Giants are going to win this game or what? I don't know. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of bad memories of them traveling out west to yeah. to that stadium. Um, you know, you got to watch out for the thirteenth, the twelfth man, the thirteenth uh, man. The, yeah, the thirteenth, the twelfth man, and the thirteenth man is the guy that's piping the extra sound. Of the yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think Gino's playing well. I think he's going to have uh, revenge, you know, on his mind. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, run games don't don't typically scare scare you. But I guess you have to account for the fact that the teams that they beat, like you know, they they won some pretty big games. Um, they put up a lot of points a few times. They put up like what, like forty plus points against the Colts, um, who had a good defense at the time. Um, I, I, I feel the same way as I felt the previous weeks. I have, I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I feel like they're going to they, they are going to be in the game. Yeah. Um, and if I have to guess, I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. Yeah, I, I don't. I think it's. I think a majority of the wins, if not all of the wins we're going to have this season, are going to be within three to five points every single time. So the score is definitely going to be 2017, 24, 20, 27, 24, a something along percent. those lines. Yep. Yeah, and it could go like, either way. It could be them winning or us winning. That's how I look at it. Is DJ going to throw for over 200 yards is my favorite question. 201. 201. Not too much. I, I think he'll he'll throw for two oh one and he'll run for two oh two. Yeah, that's fair. He's gonna drive down. He's gonna drive down two oh two and he doesn't have anything to do. Oh uh, um, um but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think Jones will have, you know, a typical Jones game. If if he could throw for three hundred yards, I would be like, you know, I'd feel good. But I don't I don't think that's in the cards. I think a lot of play action passes and scrambles and uh Saquon Barkley. We're going to see a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I still don't quite understand why we've not really seen Saquon used more as just a legitimate wide receiver at this point. It is a, it is not a question, Colin, but uh, excuse me. I mean, I, I have all the faith in the world in this coaching staff. So if they think that that's not going to give them success, then, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. But, you know, that's that's the offense they're calling, and it's been – it's been just been working just just well enough to be it's six just, and one. It's just interesting because you you can throw someone like Matt Breida or, or even Gary Brightwell in that sense back there with him split out. Often you can do it, you know. And then you do the the motion into the backfield. He goes back and like I don't know, I, I don't know. It's I'm, interesting. I'm a huge Maybe Gary he, Brightwell fan, so I want to see him more. I'm gonna get his too. jersey. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get his jersey and I'm gonna wear it ten years from now. Nice. And people are going to think my last name is Brightwell because they have no idea who that is. Oh, poor guy. That's okay. <laughs> you know how it goes. Um, well, well. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's going to be uh, in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Ooh, imagine. Yeah. Um, anything else tonight, guys, you want to you wanna go over? Or, uh... Yeah, guys, I'm going to go over this. Ready for this? Yeah. What, what, what does this sound like to you? Ha, 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 ha.
Are you actually playing guitar right now? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All the harmony. That sounds like a song it's from really out of our, tune. High, our yeah. high school band. Oh, I was out of tune. Yeah, that's what yeah. it sounds bad. Yeah. Actually, was that even... Yeah, that was like ninth grade, probably. Before. You showed me that riff at, at Jess Garfone's basement at a house party. Okay, so yeah, ninth, tenth yeah. grade. That sounds yeah. right. I tenth wonder how grade. Jess Garfone's doing. I think, TJ, you were dating her at the time. I, I probably was. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening tonight, guys. Uh, please don't. Please, I don't. Yeah, we're just like rambling about it. total nonsense. <laughs> total nonsense. Um, I was first, though, Colin. Um, please follow Bigfoot <laughs> United on Facebook and Instagram. PBU Podboys the Z on Twitter. Um, DraftKings, download the app. Promo code TPPN. Don't forget to check out OmegaJuicers.com and uh, check out Last Action Hero. Um, yeah. Great band. Sick from, uh, the, the, the early 2000s. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. <laughs>